0: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-TV. 2023 was a lot of things, including the hottest year on record. The planet averaged 1.48 degrees above pre-industrial levels. Now, you may recall that a bunch of countries pledged with the Paris Climate Agreement to keep temperatures from exceeding an increase of 1.5 degrees. So, uh... How do I reconcile all of this? I can't do that. I'm not a climate solid scientist, but journalist Arno Kopecki may be able to help put this into some context. Hey, good morning, Arno. Good morning, Dave. So, Arno, put this into context for me. 1.48 degrees since pre-industrial levels against the Paris Climate
1: Agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it came as no surprise that last year was the hottest year in history. Uh, anybody who was looking out the window uh, would have noticed that it was exceptionally warm, but uh, the amount by which we broke the previous record was shocking. 1.48 degrees is 0. 0.02 degrees off of the, the magical number of 1.5 that, uh, as you said, countries around the world agreed to, like, not go past that. You know, there's these numbers are all somewhat arbitrary and just round, but you know it's important to choose a target. And the 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 international panel on climate change did study the differences between 1.5 degrees and uh, and 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 anything less, and found it is very catastrophic. So all to say we are much further and faster on this awful train of, of climate warming than, than we had anticipated and we're about to blow past a boundary that we had promised we would not blow past. That's kind of, that's kind of the gist right there.
0: And, and it's a promise that wasn't made all that long ago in the grand scheme yeah, 2016 of things. Was,
1: that's right. Yeah. It was so very recent. So things are moving fast. So, yeah. so, so where do things go from here yeah, well we're at to me I think we're at this interesting uh, sort of race of of good versus bad, you know, cuz uh, renewable energy is taking off. I think you know we have hit peak oil, they kind of uh, is the general consensus that we're about to start lowering emissions, but we're still emissions are still going up. We're still heading in the wrong direction, but the train is slowly starting to shift. So uh, I do think, though, that we are about to see a summer and spring and fall of, of really biblical proportions. It's going to make all, all indications are that, you know, in terms of fire and drought, uh, this next season is going to be really insane.
0: Well, I, I was reading a story yesterday out of British Columbia about the number of wildfires that are still burning underground, yeah. even after last yeah. year's wildfire season, and then yeah. putting that into context with a drought in North America that has actually been going on for a couple of years. Here, you and I have talked about drought conditions before. So, right. what what is the manifestation of drought right now in the western part of the continents, but a continent, but maybe even more broadly?
1: Sure, I mean we're I, I was speaking to a meteorologist or a climatologist who was who who said we are watching in front of our eyes the desiccation of Western Canada. So glaciers are disappearing our our entire systems from agriculture to electricity, especially in British Columbia, where we run on hydroelectricity, um, the water was too low to fill. The Sightsea Dam, this huge dam that they've been building for years at immense expense, they couldn't fill it last fall like they wanted to because the Peace River is too low. Uh, the Mackenzie River, which fee, which supplies Western Arctic, with that's how they barge all their supplies up to the Arctic, the Mackenzie River was too low to do that, so they're having to fly up their supplies there as well. Uh, oil production in Alberta is going to go down this year because the rivers are too low. It's a very water-intensive process. Um, their reservoirs are at about 30, 40 percent throughout southern Alberta. So agriculture is in deep, deep trouble. Uh, that's also true of British Columbia and our agriculture and our we had to, you know, import a fifth of our electricity this fall and summer because the rivers were all so low. We couldn't make enough electricity. Uh, usually we're exporting it and making money by selling electricity. Uh, so those are just some of the implications, I think, are you know, as our as our snowmelt goes away because winters are so warm, there's not, you know, We used to just have this reliable, slow drip of snow melt and glacial melt throughout the summer that would feed our rivers and and be this sort of reliable, steady source of water for agriculture and drinking water for communities. Um, All of the implications really like a a ricochet throughout the entire system that we have built.
0: Arno, on the way out the door, is there any optimism you can express for me or should I just go uh, get my bottle (laughs) of whiskey on the way home?
1: well I, I, how about some irony dave i mean it's a snow day in vancouver where school is closed we're going to be making snowmen today with my daughter i think listeners might be one viewers might be wondering like wow there's you know all of north america is in this deep freeze they're setting cold temperature records in like missouri and texas today and it was minus 40 all weekend in in alberta where my parents live but up in the north in, in the arctic it's like plus 3 and so uh that's not really good news this you know this global warming is really doing funky things to the jet stream that normally traps the cold air up, up around the poles and that cold air's been leaking down over over uh over the you know this lower part of north america and meanwhile our warm air is going up there so they should call it global weirding instead of climate change in my <laughs> view and it's fun to get weird sometimes so let's think of it that way okay so you know
0: what i'm gonna i'm gonna drill down on that and say arno gets to build a snowman with his daughter today and that makes me feel good That's so the good
1: news, That's <laughs> the good news all this, we
0: yeah. go. family is family is good we like that hey arno you're the best thank you for this Right on, Dave. <laughs> That's Arno Kopecki. He's a climate journalist based in British Columbia. Arno's also an author. Next time he gets a book out there, we're going to promote the heck out of that one as well. Coming up after the Brex, The Breck? How about coming up after the break? I'm thinking about the brick because my new dresser arrives this weekend. Even though one of the elevators is down in my building, I've I've already had a fight with my concierge. She she was not happy with me. Coming up after the break, CES unveiled a whole bunch of new gadgets last week. Some of them are cool. Some of them are... So Jenny Bovard, Megan Gilmore, and I will play a game of useful or useless. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv.